Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy. And in today's video, I am bringing you guys week one waiver wire targets, waiver wire pickups, all the guys that I think you guys should be looking at in this week's waiver wire before the season ends up starting. Some of these players, you may be able to actually start week one. Other of these players are just kind of stashes that you put on your bench and you hope that they pay off for week one. They do good week one or they show some promise so that in the future, maybe even week two, you will be able to start them. And maybe you get ahead of the curve. These might be the popular guys to pick up week two, but now you already got them. They're already rostered on your team. So you're going to be looking menu week for next week when everyone's looking for that guy. They're going to see rostered by whatever your fantasy team name is because you stole them from them. So in this video, like I said, we're talking about the waiver wire. So before I get into talking about the waiver wire, I'd like to ask if you guys could please go down below and click that subscribe button if you end up enjoying it. It's free. I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship so without further ado let's get right into the week one waiver wire we are going to go by position it is going to be running back wide receiver then tight end and then we are going to be talking about the quarterbacks to close out the video so we start with the running backs here now this is probably the least depth we will ever see at running back for the waiver wire show but maybe not because running backs are normally not super deep but week one there's a couple of options here that i think could be pretty solid now the one that I know for a fact you can start week one is Chris Thompson of the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Indianapolis Colts 46.2 percent ownership percentage on NFL.com the ownership percentage is obviously different depending which site you play on the reason why I feel kind of comfortable playing Chris Thompson for week one is just I feel like there's going to be a lot of pass catching opportunity for him now the reason why the second players listed James Robinson Jacksonville Jaguar going up against the Indianapolis Colts as well two percent owned now for James Robinson he is listed on the official NFL depth chart of the Jacksonville Jaguars as the team's starter so with that said if you're in a super deep league I think you can play James Robinson but just understand that James Robinson likely will not be getting much pass catching opportunity that's going to be all for Chris Thompson before Leonard Fournette ended up leaving the Jacksonville Jaguars I thought that Chris Thompson would take a severe dent into uh, Leonard Fournette's production when it came to the pass catching game so I don't expect James Robinson to really be all that good in the pass catching game so that's why I like Chris Thompson I feel like he's a super kind of he's even a kind of a safe play in a PPR or half PPR league for this week for the future who really knows but I do think obviously for James Robinson he right now is listed as the starter so he could be that guy week one that has a great game up against the Indianapolis Colts but I do worry that the Colts having such a pretty good defense that James Robinson will kind of get locked up whereas Thompson obviously you rely a lot of his points off of him catching the ball so James Robinson much more of a stash in my opinion when compared to Chris Thompson and the final running back to talk about I know there's only a short list here Jarek McKinnon of the San Francisco Francisco 49ers going up against the Arizona Cardinals week one 10.7% owned now this has to be a deep league in my opinion for you to start Jarek McKinnon the pecking order there is Mostert and then it's either Coleman or McKinnon going as the two and then obviously two three kind of reversed whether McKinnon's starting as the second guy or whether Coleman is the second guy now if anything was to happen in this scenario, if Mostert is to go down, if Coleman was to go down, I personally believe Jarek McKinnon off the waiver wire right now might be one of the biggest steals in fantasy football. If you can afford to roster him, if you can afford to stash him on your team, maybe you have a deeper bench, maybe people aren't as loving to go ahead and get a guy like Jarek McKinnon who might, who has literally never 
played a game in the last couple of years. He's just been getting hurt, but this is a perfect opportunity for him to have a great season in San Francisco if someone was to go down on a team that is super run heavy. So I personally believe he's a guy that I would be targeting in my waiver wire right now if he was available. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below now. The wide receivers begin with wide receiver Deshaun Jackson of the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Washington football team, 31.2% owned on NFL.com. So Deshaun Jackson is the guy that balls out every week, or not every week because he doesn't really ball out every week because he always ends up getting hurt, but he's a week one stud. Last year, if you remember, going back to week one, this guy was like a top five fantasy football wide receiver. He blew the absolute back out of the opposing, uh, the opposing team, and he was a guy that a lot of people were trying to trade for. They were thinking he's going to be the wide receiver one of the Philadelphia Eagles, and he probably will be for the first couple of weeks of the season, but don't buy super onto Deshaun Jackson for a long, long time. To me, he is a week one play. If you're picking him up, you're playing him week one, or you're picking him up to hide him on your bench so that no one else can play him. I personally believe Deshaun Jackson could be a top 10 wide receiver on this week and probably will be. Up against former teams in quote-unquote revenge games for Deshaun Jackson, this guy always goes on a tear up against teams he's formerly been on. He was a Washington Redskin a couple of years ago, so I think that we are going to be seeing a huge game out of Deshaun Jackson in Washington this week. At number two for wide receiver here, we're going to be talking about Alan Lazard, Green Bay Packers wide receiver going up against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota, 6.5% owned. Now, Alan Robinson is the guy getting talked up. He's the talk of the Green Bay Packers. Now, I've loved this guy in the draft season. I was talking up Alan Lazard a lot, making sure that you guys tried to snag him late in your draft, and I guess, at least NFL-wise, it may not have worked. He may be available in your league with a 6.5% ownership. Aaron Rodgers, obviously not going to be able to throw the ball as much as he used to in the past under Mike McCarthy. Mr. Matt LaFleur just doesn't like to throw the ball as much as old man Mike McCarthy does, or Big Mike, I guess you could call him, who's now the coach of the Cowboys. They just... Aaron Rodgers is going to throw the ball. When he throws the ball, it is either going to go to Devontae Adams or it is going to go to Alan Lazard. There is no competition around these guys for targets. Devontae Adams is probably going to get a zillion targets in this game. Lazard may only get five or six. And against the Minnesota Vikings, that defense is quite depleted and didn't even look all that good last year with a lot of big names there. A lot of those names are gone. So Alan Lazard, in my opinion, is going to have an excellent week one. I like him as a flex option or a wide receiver three in leagues and is a guy that you can stash because I think he's going to be a hot commodity to be picked up after this week. So if you can stash him, make sure you do that as well. Next receiver here. Now this name is about as unsexy as it gets. It's like Bill O'Brien's butt shin. Randall Cobb of Bill O'Brien's Houston Texans at Kansas City Thursday night, 6.7% ownership on NFL.com. Now I'm honestly shocked that or shocked at the fact that Randall Cobb has a higher ownership percentage than Alan Lazard. In my opinion, I'd much rather have Alan Lazard over Randall Cobb. I think Randall Cobb is going to be one of those guys that ends up being a league winner. Now, not because of where he is now, but because of the opportunity he may get a couple of weeks into the season. The guys around him, Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller, are just injury-prone machines. Now, Brandon, uh, Brandon Cooks seems to be able to play through the injury, so I'm not as concerned with him, but Will Fuller always ends up getting hurt a couple weeks in the season, and then he's just gone for the majority of the season, so Randall Cobb could really have big games in that scenario, but against Kansas City week one, I expect this to be a high-flying matchup between each team, and it seems like Deshaun Watson has been missing that slot guy, that safety net 
at the wide receiver position, and this year that is going to be Randall Cobb going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this is an excellent mat- matchup to where we can see Randall Cobb really have a bunch of good or have a good game in this scenario. We've seen Randall Cobb have good games last year on Dallas where he's not the wide receiver one or two just like in this scenario he is the wide receiver three on the team but I could really see him having a very safe game as a deeper league kind of flex option I do like Randall Cobb next guy here is a stash and that is Brandon Ayuk of the San Francisco 49ers right this week going up against the Arizona Cardinals 5.8 percent owned and he may miss week one it seems like it's 50 50 if he plays or not I would think they would bear on the side of caution against the Arizona Cardinals that they could probably beat with one of the other seven wide receivers that they have because all their wide receivers ended up getting hurt. There's a million names behind these guys. We're not too sure if Debo is going to play week one. And if he does play, he'll probably be in like a walking boot. Not actually in a walking boot, but he'll be playing like not the full percentage of the snaps. He's going to be playing much less than he normally would play. So Brandon Ayuk, if he plays... Could have a pretty good game, but I would happily stash him here. Only 5.8% owned. I think is going to actually have a very good season here in San Francisco. I don't think San Francisco is going to be able to keep up targets like two or three wide receivers. So I think Ayuk will slot in as the wide receiver too. So I like him as a nice stash on my roster. And final stash here to talk about for wide receivers is James Washington of the Pittsburgh Steelers against the New York Football Giants. 1.7% owned, and he is a stash for me because... The roster is quite confusing. We don't know how James White Washington is going to play. We don't know if James Washington is the wide receiver three on the team, the wide receiver four, or the wide receiver two. Now, in my opinion, I think Deontay Johnson is going to be the wide receiver two of this team behind Juju Smith-Schuster, which obviously would be great for Deontay Johnson because I like him so much. I think he's much better than James Washington, but I want to see how it goes in a real NFL game. Live bullets are flying. Will Big Ben target James Washington more? Will he like Deontay Johnson more? And with James White being available in so many leagues, only owned in 1.7% of leagues, I figure why not pick him up? Why not stash him when he might be the wide receiver two on the team? The guy you may just want to start next week in week two. So you're going to try to get ahead of the curve, pick up James Washington now. And if he's shit, if he's not the guy in Pittsburgh, you just cut him. If he's not the wide receiver too, you just lay him, lay him out to the curb, let him go, say be free James Washington, and then pick up a new guy next week. It's not rocket science. I make these videos every single week to try to help you guys pick up the correct players. Now onto the next position. The tight end position is brought to you guys today by Manscaped.com. If you want to have the finest looking shaved balls in your league, if you want to try to shave when it's in the dark, like you're on a special covert mission, you got the flashlight on the lawnmower 3.0. It is going to look beautiful. A1 fuego down there. It's just as safe as drafting Christian McCaffrey inside of the first round because it has that anti-Nick uh, technology where it's not gonna, you're not gonna be cutting your balls, and it looks like the Boston uh, massacre happened down there. That's not what's going to be happening. It is going to look beautiful down there. You're not gonna cut yourself. You're gonna have a great time with Manscaped. Manscaped.com code notorious at checkout for 20% off as well as free shipping. So now back to the tight ends. We got Janu Smith, tight end of the Tennessee Titans, going up against the Denver Broncos, 32% owned. Now, if you watched the earlier video from today, I talk about how I think this is going to be a relatively low-scoring game. So hopefully Janu is one of those touchdowns for the Tennessee Titans. But Janu Smith seemed to have a lot of use in the playoffs with the team. Now, Delaney Walker is gone. It's pretty clear that Janu Smith is the second-best option in the receiving game behind A.J. Brown. While they don't throw the ball as much in the playoffs, Maybe they're going to try to throw the ball a bit more during the regular season like we saw during 
during last regular season with Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill and Janu Smith prove to have a pretty good rapport on the team. And as a guy that is the wide receiver two on the team, I would say in targets, getting him as your tight end, I think that he's going to be a top 10 tight end on the year that you can still pick up now because he's only 32% owned. Why not do it? And maybe you can roll him out there up against the Denver Broncos. I think that's a pretty solid matchup for him. Next guy to talk about is Chris Herndon of the New York Football Jets at the Buffalo Bills, 10.8% owned in our on NFL.com. Now, to me, it is a bit ambitious to start Chris Herndon against the Buffalo Bills. I think this might be an absolute murder on all fronts of the New York football Jets. I don't think Sam Darnold's going to have a great game there. I don't think there's very many players on the Jets you may want to start, except for Le'Veon Bell because you drafted him highly, so you're probably going to have to play him week one up against the Buffalo Bills. Chris Herndon could be fine. If he scores a touchdown, you're going to feel pretty happy about him. I think he's going to see the most targets on the team as a wide receiver or tight end for Chris Herndon. So I think he could have a good game, but you just have to hope that he ends up scoring a touchdown or ends up doing something big with the uh, opportunities that he's fed. Or maybe you just hope he's fed the ball 10 times a game because that is entirely possible with that wide receiver core in New York, considering reports out of camp are that Chris Herndon is really the only player doing anything besides Le'Veon Bell. Even though the reports are hating on Le'Veon Bell, the guy looks jacked. All the clips are showing me he's good. The clips are also showing me that Chris Herndon is looking very good in camp. So I think he could be worth of a start this week up against the Buffalo Bills and is definitely a great tight end to stash if you're looking for a tight end too and you have one of those less sexy names at the tight end position that you can cut for Chris Herndon if you guys have any questions guys you need to cut guys you might want to add in their spot let me know down below in the comments final tight end to talk about is Dallas Godert of the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Washington football team in Washington 30.3 percent owned now while I think Deshaun Jackson is going to have a great game this week don't be surprised if Dallas Godert does good as well, considering they like to bring Ertz and Godert out at the exact same time. They really have no clear wide receiver two on the team. I think the guy getting the most targets on this team is going to be Deshaun Jackson. Maybe it will be Zach Ertz. And behind that, it's probably going to be Dallas Godert. Dallas Godert proved to be an excellent tight end last season. His snaps keep keep rising as we're seeing that Zach Ertz's snaps are actually decreasing. So I think Maybe in this game up against a not-so-hot defense. Obviously, they're the forefront of the offense, the front seven, or I mean of the defense, is pretty good in Washington, but the back is looking quite not so bueno. So Dallas Goder might be able to get open in space, and we could see a good game for him this week up against the Washington football team. So I think he's also a solid tight end pickup, but I would prefer Janu or Chris Herndon if we were talking about for this week and Chris Herndon just slightly more than Dallas Godert for the week and final position to talk about here is the quarterbacks for fantasy football for this week we got Gardner Minshew going up against the Indianapolis Colts obviously Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback 22.7% owned now Gardner Minshew it makes no sense that he's being undrafted in a lot of leagues this guy legitimately has top 12 potential this season as a whole on the whole entire season there's no one behind him that could potentially take his job unless he was to get hurt I see no reason why Gardner Minshew doesn't play 16 games with a defense that is not good at all Gardner Minshew is going to be behind in this in this game and in a lot of games against the Indianapolis Colts an offense that is going to run, run, run the ball, try to drift the clock out. Gardner Minshew is going to have to be heaving the ball in this game. And I think Gardner Minshew might put up a nice total in this game. And he also has that upside of being that rushing quarterback. The guy last year was the only quarterback that had like above 50 rushes and had zero rushing touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if he scored one rushing touchdown 
in this game to put it back to normal. I love Gardner Minshew. I think he's going to have a pretty solid week this week up against the Colts. And don't be surprised if he finishes as a top 12 quarterback. And final quarterback to pick up here is Derek Kaha of the Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers, 5.7% owned. Now, obviously, the Carolina Panthers are trying to re-envision that, that, um, that, what the fuck was I about to say, that defense, but they lost out on Luke Keekley. The biggest part of that defense is gone. He retired. He said, fuck that shit, I'm out like Megatron did in Detroit. So now, the defense not so bueno. So I think Derek Carr could see a very good game here. Now, I don't think Derek Carr is a quarterback you want to keep rostered past this week. I think he will be fine and actually be much better than most people think, but I'm not even one who likes to roster two quarterbacks. So, I think if I was to roster another one, it would be Gardner Minshew, but Derek Carr for this week up against the Carolina Panthers, I think this could be a decently high-scoring game. And with Derek Carr playing probably well, there's no shot anyone behind him comes over him because now Mariota is reported to be on the IR. He's not even going to be near the bench suited up. So it's going to be all Derek Carr and John Gruden going to pound town on the Carolina Panthers. So I like Mr. Derek Carr for this week as a streaming quarterback. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If you made it to the end, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. I would really appreciate it. Make sure to leave a nice comment down below letting me know how you guys enjoyed it. Also, check out manscaped.com, code notorious at checkout for 20% off as well as free shipping. Like I always say at the end of my videos, I love you all. We're only two sleeps away from Thursday night. Hopefully you guys are excited. I'm fired up. I can't wait to watch the Chiefs versus the Houston Texans, and I can't wait to see you guys win your leagues this season. So please hit that subscribe button, and let's eat a W for week one. I love you all. See you guys tomorrow. Good boy.